Make Way for Ducklings, written by Robert McCloskey and read by Mommy and Philip. Make Way for Ducklings. Mr. and Mrs. Mallard were looking for a place to live. But every time Mr. Mallard saw what, he, what looked like a nice place, Mrs. Mallard said it was no good. There were sure to be foxes in the woods or turtles in the water, and she was not going to raise a family where there might be foxes or turtles. So they flew on and on. When they got to Boston, they felt too tired to fly any further. There was a nice pond in the public garden with a little island on it. The very place to spend the night, quacked Mr. Mallard. So down they flapped. Do you know where Boston is? It's in the United States. It's a city in a state called Massachusetts. And there's a lot of history in the city of Boston. A lot of American history. Now, next morning, they fished for their breakfast in the mud at the bottom of the pond. But they didn't find much. Would you eat your breakfast in mud? No, me neither. Just as they were getting ready to start on their way, a strange, enormous bird came by. It was pushing a boat full of people. And there was a man sitting on its back. Good morning, quacked Mr. Mallard, being polite. And the big bird was too proud to answer. But the people on the boat threw peanuts into the water. So the mallards followed them all around the pond and got another breakfast better than the first. Do you know why the bird didn't say anything back? Well, it wasn't a real bird. It was a decoration on a boat. place, said Mrs. Mallard as they climbed out of the bank and waddled along. Why don't we build a nest and raise our ducklings right in this pond? There are no foxes and no turtles and the people feed us peanuts. What could be better? Good, said Mr. Mallard, delighted that at last Mrs. Mallard had found a place that suited her. But there's a picture here, and I think I see what the problem is going to be. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look out! Squacked Mrs. Mallard all of a dither. You'll get run over! But when she got her breath, she added, This is no place for babies! With all those horrid things rushing about, we'll have to look somewhere else. What happened? Can you tell me? A bicycle. A bicycle, that's right. A boy was riding his bicycle and he almost ran over the ducks as they were waddling along. And boy, that would not be a good end to a baby duck, would it? So they flew over Beacon Hill and around they the... They would be killed. That's right. You're right. That's why the mallards don't want to live there. So they flew over Beacon Hill and around the state house, but there was no place there. 
No, the state house is downtown and there's just not enough space. Then they looked in Lewisburg Square, but there was no water to swim in. And ducks need water, don't they? Then they flew over the Charles River. This is better, quacked Mr. Mallard. That island looks like a nice, quiet place. And it's only a little way from the public garden. Yes, said Mrs. Mallard, remembering the peanuts. That looks like just the right place to hatch ducklings. So they chose a cozy spot among the bushes near the water and settled down to build their nest. And only just in time for now they were beginning to molt and all their old wing feathers would start to drop out and they would not be able to fly again until the new ones grew in. But of course they could swim and one day they swam over to the park on the riverbank and there they met a policeman called Michael. Michael fed them peanuts and after that day the Mallards called on Michael every day. After Mrs. Mallard had was, laid... Was Michael their friends? Mm-hmm. Well, I would think so. After Mrs. Mallard laid eight eggs in the nest, she couldn't visit Michael anymore because she had to sit on the eggs to keep them warm. She moved off the nest only to get a drink of water or to have her lunch or to count the eggs and make sure they were all there. One day the ducklings hatched out. First came Jack, then Cack, then Lack, and then Mac, Knack, and Whack, and Pack, and Quack. Mr. and Mrs. Mallard were bursting with pride. It was a great responsibility taking care of so many ducklings and it kept them very busy. One day, Mr. Mallard decided to take a trip to see what the rest of the river was like further on. So off he sat. I'll meet you in a week in the public garden, he quacked over his shoulder. Take good care of the ducklings. Don't you worry, said Mrs. Mallard. I know all about bringing up children. And she did. She taught them how to swim and dive. Do you know how to swim? Well, we're working on it. She taught them how to walk in a line and to come when they were called and to keep a safe distance from bikes and scooters and other things with wheels. Do you come when you're called? Yeah. And do you know how to walk in a line? Mm Mm-hmm. We walk in lines anytime we stand in a line or queue. When at last she felt perfectly satisfied with him, she said one morning, Come along, children. Follow me. And before you could wink an eyelash, Jack, Cack, Lack, Mac, Knack, Whack, Pack, and Quack fell into line just as they had been taught. Mrs. Mallard led the way into the water and swam behind, and they swam behind her to the opposite bank. Must have been a long swim. 
Oh, what are we looking at? What is, is that a train? Nope, that looks like a bridge. Yeah. What's the bridge? That, that's the railing on the bridge. They're swimming under a bridge in a city called Boston. Now, there they wadded ashore and they waddled along until they came to a highway. They waded ashore and waddled along until they came to a highway. I'm looking at this picture and I think I see a problem. Do you see what the problem is going to be? What? They're, they're gonna walk into a road. We're going to have a problem. Mrs. Mallard stepped out to cross the road. Honk! Honk! Went the horns on the speeding cars. Quack! Went Mrs. Mallard as she tumbled back again. Quack! 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 Went Jack, Cack, Lack, Mack, Knack, Whack, Pack, and Quack. Just as loud as their little quackers could quack. The cars kept speeding by and honking. And Mrs. Mallard and the ducklings kept right on quack, quack, quacking. They made such a noise that Michael came running, waving his arms and blowing his whistle. What is he going to do? Stop the car. You think? Mm, you're right. He planted himself in the center of the road, raised one hand to stop the traffic, and then beckoned with the other, the way policemen do, for Mrs. Mallard to cross over. He's signaling her to say, come this way. And then look at her. She sticks her nose right up in the air and walks right across the street. As soon as Mrs. Mallard and the ducklings were safe on the other side and on their way down Mount Vernon Street, Michael rushed back to his police booth. What police booth? Well, before cell phones existed, before they had mobile phones, um, they would have boxes with phones in them and the policemen were the only ones who were allowed to use them and they would pop into the box and call the other police officers and let them know what's going on. So he called Clancy at headquarters and said, there's a family of ducks walking down the street. Clancy said, of what? Ducks! yelled Michael. Send a police car quick! I'm assuming he's Irish. I don't know for sure, but he, he might be. Meanwhile, Mrs. Mallard had reached the corner bookshop and turned into Charles Street with Jack, Cack, Lack, Mack, Knack, Whack, Pack, and Quack all marching in line behind her. Everyone stared. An old lady from Beacon Hill said, Isn't it amazing? And a man who swept the streets said, Well, now, ain't that nice? And when Mrs. Mallard heard them, she was so proud, she tipped her nose in the air and walked along with an extra swing in her waddle. When they came to the corner of Beacon Street, there was the police car with four policemen that Clancy had sent from headquarters. The policemen held back the traffic so Mrs. Mallard and the ducklings could march across the street and right on into the public garden. 
Inside the gate, they all turned around to say thank you to the policeman. And the policeman smiled and waved goodbye. When they reached the pond and swam across to the little island, there was Mr. Mallard waiting for them, just as he had promised. The ducklings liked the new island so much that they decided to live there. All day long, they follow the swan boats and eat peanuts. And when night falls, they swim to their little island and go to sleep. And that is the end of that story. Oh. <laughs>